Blog Talk Radio. Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good afternoon, America. Today is November the 13th, 2013. Man, this year's month right quick. You know, um, it's so funny. We were looking at um, this show today, and I had a great deal of opportunity to speak with um, people about this subject. You're talking about some off-the-chart funny stuff. I heard everything concerning this program today from... Uh, one of my friends that is, uh, she's, you know, has a double Ph.D. and brilliant woman. I'm, I am not going to say what university she is, uh, where she is, but um, I'll say it's Ivy League, okay? And she asked me the funniest question. She said, Dr. Young, what is a ratchet hoax? <laughs> okay, maybe it's just me, but I found it to be very funny. But in case you don't know what one is, let me tell you. You know that Buster Move chick that has absolutely nothing going for her but her, that one that has knows the name of everything and mispronounces half of it, knows how much stuff costs but does not understand the value of anything. She is that woman that as long as she keeps her mouth uh, closed, she is boo-fabulous. I mean, got a body working for days, walks in a room, captivates everybody's attention. But you know damn well, what is she doing being married to the man that should be with you? And that's the question of the day. I know lots of, uh, lots of my listeners are very successful, very independent women, women that are of substance, that are single moms, that are raising and doing a very good job of raising two children, three children, sometimes no children, but is making a difference in this world. The women that you see that are in the links and Sigma Gamma Rho and Delta Sigma Theta and AKA, these dynamic, beautiful Eastern Star Sisters that you look up, these Tri-Deltas, you know, these women of substance and women of means, these people that are making a difference. And you look up and, you know, I, it, it's really funny. Being a single man, I uh, have women as, that come to me and be like, Dr. Young, I cannot find a good man, and I am almost stymied because I'm like, look, where in the hell are you looking? I'm a good man. I mean, I'm not the only one. What is? What do you think your problem is? So when we take that conversation a little bit further, we realize that it's not that they can't find a good man. Many of these good men are taken, and we ask ourselves, well, if these women are taken, the question is, taken by whom? You know, what is it that has a brother off the market 
and that's blocking them from being able to get someone in their lives that really is worth having. Well, that's the topic of my show today. We uh, we looked at this thing, and, and the, we got into what is it that men really want? Well, I'm going to give you this one, ladies. Last week, I went down a list of um, what it is that men really love about women. I'm going to recap that because I've gotten several emails about what was on that list. So you ready? Go ahead and get your pen out, uh, the uh, Crayola, your piece of charcoal, and get to write. Here we go. The first thing, men love honesty. That was the number one quality. Men really respect an honest woman. So with that being said, sister, don't get mad because a lot of you are the reason uh, we're having this show today are unhappy because you've got a dude that is telling you, you know what, I'm going to date other women. I want to be single. I'm interested in a relationship. But prior to getting into one, I want to make sure that it works for me. And being honest, sisters, that's not a dude that's being a dog. That's really a good guy because you do not want to be that chick this dude ended up with. You do not want to be that woman that because you met this guy, you guys went out, you you know, you you took a bath, he took a wash off, both y'all smelled like aqua velvet, and you fell in love with each other. You don't want that either. What you want is to get a man that really cares about you because at the end of the day, he had other options. He did go out with other women, and you turned out to be the most suitable woman to be that woman that was ride or die. You know that ride or die chick, that woman that was the one that wasn't bringing the drama and didn't, have baby daddy drama and the one that wasn't crazy because the man had to actually work and create a living for himself. You want to be that chick. Now, likewise, I'm not saying I'm giving brothers a ticket to ride and I'm saying go deal with a dog. I did not say that. But because, ladies, being honest with you, uh, I would advise you date, go to dinner with, uh, have friends. Now, I am not telling either, either gender, neither of you, to be nasty. I didn't say go be a hoe. What I said was it's okay to have uh, an open relationship where if you're fully single, now I'm not, this does not apply to you married folk or you folk that are engaged to somebody, you know, that's playing house. I'm not talking about y'all, but I'm talking about really people that are available that you should prior to making a commitment to a relationship make sure that you are a choice, not a situation. Now I'm going to go down this list continuing. The other thing that men wanted in a woman was empathy, and that meant that, you know, you are understanding, that you uh, will put yourself in someone else's shoes, and I'm not talking about a pair of red-bottom pumps, but I mean being able to walk and understand that the world and, and the other person's world does not revolve around them or you because I think that's a two-way street. The other thing is uh, acceptance. One of the worst things a woman can do is to judge a man when it comes to his past life, especially before you existed. You know, not that the dude's asking for forgiveness, but, you know, uh, we live in a time where one out of it, every three black men probably has been arrested for some bull crap. Or the other thing is that, you know, people can have bad credit. They can be in a moment. So uh, I remember when my mother died, I was in such a state 
I found myself to be a 40-year-old man at University of Houston that when I came down, six figures in the bank, you know, three years later, mom's died, stuff's in bed, I'm broke and really not making it. And a lot of people that today will quickly give me the time of day wouldn't even look my way back then. So, you know, be careful who you're judging and hating on because you don't know later it'll be great. Next thing is trustworthiness. Men love a woman that is trustworthy. They love a woman that is goal-driven. They love a woman that is a homemaker. And I'm going to underline this. You know, don't, you know, sometimes clean up your house. If you want a brother that to really take you serious, and I know that a lot of men have been in this situation, where you've gone to a house and you know you heard something, and all of a sudden the woman that you're dating, she's turned into the roach whisperer, you know, or something like that, trying to tell the roaches to leave the room. But you want to date a woman that has the ability to make a good home because that home is a reflection of her. And when a man comes to your crib and you've got a pair of panties laying in the middle of your bedroom floor or your bathroom and kitchen is jacked up and you wonder why that brother didn't come back, well, anyway, if you have to really wonder that, call me. You and I really, really, really need to have a long talk. Continuing down the list, being supportive. Men love a woman that is supportive and that sees the vision. And not just because you want to get married because your biological clock is ticking, but because you genuinely believe in him. Next thing, down to earth, Miss Thang. Miss, when I go to the restaurant, there's always something wrong with the food or the drink, or you always have something to say about somebody. Homegirl, take your dramatic butt somewhere and sit down. Men are not interested in an overcritical, dramatic woman because, you know, you don't ever know someone's story. And let's face it, sisters, would you want a brother to talk about how jacked up your weave is even though you feel it looks real, you know damn well you had that hair in your head for three months and it no longer looks real, it looks like Barbie, the doll, not the girl. Now, the next one, a firm foundation. You need to have your ducks in a row. I remember I dated someone once upon a time, and my God, oh, they're not listening to this show. But my number one complaint about this woman was every time I looked up, she was needing something. She needed gas. She needed this, you know. Hell no. No man wants a dependent or a sparring partner. Make sure you have your stuff together. Now, that does not mean you need to be pushing a Bentley. That does not mean you even need to be in a Mercedes, but if you are riding in your Honda Civic, at least be able to fill it up with gas yourself and don't go out somewhere waiting on someone to pay for your food or drinks. Uh, going a step further, this is what I tell my daughters, so do not write me and give me mail on this. This is real. In 2013, it is so difficult for a couple to make it. You know, so that if you are going to be in a relationship and you and this guy go out on a date, at least every third date, you should pay for the food. And, yes, I said it, you should pay. He should not have to ask you to do that. Uh, Because if you're setting up this standard where you are always wanting some man to take care of you, you don't want a uh, you don't want a mate, you don't want a husband, you don't want a significant other. You want to be a Katrina victim. You want the federal government to subsidize your life via some dude you met. Uh uh-uh, ain't happening. And for you brothers that are listening, don't get mad when you go out and you keep trying to uh, front like you got it going on. And then when you marry this sister and take her home, she expects you to pay all the bills. 
you know, let's face it, if both of you are contributing to the relationship, if you don't have anything but bacon and and he has nothing but eggs, at least y'all can get together and have a good breakfast. Now, these last two things, authenticity and drive, be yourself. Be you, do you. There's a, um, a sister named Kim Beatty. Where if she's listening, I'm going to send a shout-out to her. But she wrote a book called Authentically You. And when Kim wrote Authentically You, um, it, it was I think it's either authentically me or authentic. It's something like that. But bottom line is it's about keeping it real. And you need to be authentic. No one wants to date a caricature. So sometimes, ladies, take those contacts out, take that weave out your head, and let this brother see what he's really getting. You know, uh, when you represent yourself to be something that you really aren't, not only is that exhaustive, but it will backfire on you. And what you did to attract someone, and this is male or female, you will need to do those same things to keep them. Lastly, have some drive about yourself. I am not going to mention what show I was looking at. I am not going to mention the person who said this because, you know, who knows, they may be on my show one day. But this particular woman happened to be a, I'm talking, she is one of the most beautiful women I have ever looked at in my life. Uh, she's got a body that is put together, but this sister really got real basic when she made this statement. She said, quote, unquote, I needed $500, and my husband, my man couldn't give it to me. I had to ask my mama for it. Heifer, you don't have a job. You can't go and come up with $500. It's not like it's a lot of money. I'm not saying go do something strange for some change, but you really need to have your head on straight. Now, with all of that said, drum roll. Okay, we don't have a drum roll. But I have a, a couple of guests on my show today that I think really can chime in on this commentary, and I definitely want to give this number out. We're, we're going to go to break and bring our guests back on in a second, but write this number down. It's 646-478-5610, ladies. It's 646-478-5610. Press 1, and you will definitely get put on the air today if you want to have a comment or ask a question of our guests, because if you've been sitting there wondering why wow, Hogan keep and attract a man and you can't, we probably got an answer for you. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young, and we'll be right back in about 50 seconds. <laughs> Conversations with Dr. D. Von Young, and that was my good, good friend, Mr. Tony Terry. Uh, Julia, if you are within earshot of me, I understand that we've got two uh, really cool guests in the studio. Which one are you bringing on first? 
We will bring on Shawan first. Shawan Watson is a motivational speaker, author, coach, and founders of Brothers with Positive Attitudes. I love that. He specializes in relationship recovery, helping people rebound from heartache by showing them how to turn their pain into opportunity and live their purpose. So we're happy to welcome Shawan to the show. What's up, Shawan Watson? How you doing today, sir? I'm doing wonderful, and I, I definitely um, very glad to be on this show today. Really excited about it. Hey, man, I'm glad to have you here. I, I'm going to just jump straight into this. Uh, I had my homegirl that was, uh, you know, she's a high-ranking principal at an Ivy League university. Girls got double doctorates and what have you. So she asked me, she said, Dr. Young, what is a ratchet hope? <laughs> so with that being said, man, uh, a lot of good men, men that are like you, brothers with positive attitudes, and and that are going to church, that have a that are have a connection with God, and doing some really wonderful things, are um, are kind of like gun shy of getting relationships, or they're getting in inappropriate relationships. So you're an expert on this, Shawan. Why is that going down like that, man? Uh, you mean as far as the uh, the, um, the positive uh, brother with the positive attitude? Yeah, the brother with the positive attitude that's getting with the sisters that is not so positive. Well, um, I think a lot of times it has to do with um, you know not not really have a vision. I, I always say that you know when when you're going out and you're, and you're dating, it's, it's very it's very important to have a to have a, a vision and a game plan. You know, but the reason why I'm saying that is because you know, I was doing a show earlier. And I see so I see so many people, you know, in a relationship, and it, and it, and both of them don't have the same mindset. You have one person wanting to get married, another person wanting to just be friends with benefits. And I think it, I think it has a lot to do with, you know, the um, I think it has a lot to do with asking the questions. You know, a lot of times we don't want to ask a lot of questions, and also too, you know, it, it has a lot to do with with the uh, the law of attraction. I'm I'm really big into that, and and, and talking and speaking a lot about that because. It's true what they say about you know the people that we attract, the people that we attract, and, and we have to we have to continue to keep speaking positive seeds um, into, into each and every one of our lives and stuff. So it has a lot to do with with just having a, having a vision plan and asking the right questions. What are those questions? When I mean, Shawan, when when a lot of women and men, and I'm going to say this to try to help the sisters out, and then I'm going to flip the script and help the brothers out. Give me, just off the top of your head, three of the right questions for a woman to ask a single man. Uh, the, the one thing is, um, you know, do you, do you want to be in a relationship? That's for one, because, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that, so, so, the, so the dating game has changed. You know, it used to be courtship and dating. Now it's just kicking it and kicking it, just you know, hanging out every now and then. Um, so that's one. That's one question. Uh, the other question is, um, you know, do, does he see marriage? Um, that's that's a, that's a very, that's a very important question that a, for a woman to ask. Um, the the last question I think it's very important, which you know I got I got the order kind of mixed up. Is asking them, you know, does he have a relationship with God? You know, is he a God fearing man? Okay, now I want to go back to uh, something that you just said about the marriage issue and how does he see marriage. What should that woman look for? If, because I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it um, 
more with like just an underscore, not an exclamation point. Marriage is not going to complete your life. It is going to complement your life. So I'm going to put that out there just as a truth. The other thing that I'm going to put out there is that um, often people do not define marriage. And what what I'm alluding to is that that ambiguity, that lack of definition that you mentioned, you know, asking what is his view on marriage, there should be some contextual things that one should be on the alert for. Shawan, what are those things that a woman should look for when she asks a man how does he perceive or see marriage? Well, um, definitely that relationship with God is very important because, you know, I've been in relationships before, and I've seen relationships that have God in it, and I've seen relationships, relationships that don't have God in it and don't have God in it. And so you, you want a man that has a relationship with God because God is going to be your backbone. God is going to be the one that strengthens that relationship. It's going to be the one that really, that really helps you when you, guys are, when you guys are going through challenging times because it allows you to be able to, to look, at, look at those challenging times in a different way. A lot of relationships that don't have, that don't have God in it, when, when it comes to challenges, they, they, they take it and look at it in a, in a different way than someone who has a relationship with God. They're able to, they're able to pray and they're able to to see it as as a stepping stone and as a way to strengthen their relationship. A lot of other people who don't have a relationship with God, they see that as as something that's that's messing the relationship up or holding 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 up the relationship. Now I know back in December of 2012, you came out with a new book, uh, a very good book, I might add, "Kissing Your Heart a Goodbye." I want to talk about that just in brief uh, because, you know, I I like to keep my show, especially my Wednesday show, a little bit light. And and I think that's a good segue into lightening up some of the drama that brothers are experiencing in men. When I say brothers, by the way, I'm talking about white brothers, yellow brothers, brown brothers, African-American brothers, all right? So what do you see, Shawan, as these – wounded places that are in men that they need to kiss goodbye so that they can open themselves up to be loved by the right woman? Well, a lot, a lot of the, the challenge is a lot of times it's, it's, it's forgiveness, you know, and, and trust. You know, if you have a lot, if you've been in a relationship before and it, and it's kind of, and it hasn't pan out, you know, you start, you start to kind of wonder a little bit. And that's the reason why I actually put put this book together. You know, I was in a relationship in 2011 that, <clears throat> that it, it didn't pan out right. It didn't pan out right, and I had a lot I had a lot of expectations for the relationship. You know, I, I really I really put a lot of effort into the relationship, and it just it just wasn't going right. I, I really couldn't understand you know what was going on. And after that, after that um, experience, I really questioned myself, and that's a lot. That's something a lot of men may question is themselves, you know, am, am I doing the right things? You know, why does this keep happening to me? Um, but the challenge a lot of times is, is really just the forgiveness, forgiving yourself, but also, too, forgiving if someone in that relationship may have done you wrong or done something wrong to you. And so those are the challenges that, that men uh, may go through, those, those, those things that go in your mind. It's, it's the thing they talk about in, in, um, 
in psychology is to explore the phobias. It's these things that we we have we have we have this mind thing in our mind. It's an experience that we that we, we have faced, and a lot of us haven't really got over it. And that's why I say that forgiveness is always the very first step that you wanna that you wanna do and you, and you wanna go through because that right there is gonna be the foundation of really helping you to not only be get over that person but to be delivered so that way you can be in a position to um, to receive that person that you have and and I know that you know just looking back at that looking back on that experience and 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 what the book has has allowed you know being able to really help people with this book but you know. I didn't know if I didn't know if I was ever going to date again. I'm gonna be honest with you, you know, because my 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 self-esteem went down. You know, I, I was stuck. I didn't I didn't think I was gonna ever get married. I didn't let alone be in a relationship. And it's just amazing how when I stopped looking, when I stopped worrying about it, when I started focusing in on helping other people, it's it's amazing because God allowed me to meet. A wonderful woman um, that that is that is that is in my life right now that I, I never I never would have even saw coming, but it's just one of those things that I didn't seek. But I continue to to trust because I, I knew that you know the past was the past, and that person was in my life to push me into my purpose. And now that I've gotten over that and I'm, and I'm delivered, I'm now able to you know, continue using my testimony as a way to really help and, and influence, you know, young brothers and sisters out there. Um, but then, too, I, I was able to, you know, get the person that, that's in my life right now. And, and, I'm, and I'm happy because I know that, you know, on this show, I feel that I can, I can give our, our callers and listeners, um, you know, encouragement, you know, because, again, I didn't, I didn't see myself, you know, you know, dating again, but, you know, I – I did, and and now, you know, um, I have a I have a soon to be uh, fiance who's actually on the call with with the Senate, who I definitely want to just just kind of celebrate for just having her another another day in my life. Man, I, I want to do this and and ask this question before we go to break, Shawan. Man, this show is um, it, if you know anything about it, it's uh, it's listened to all around the globe. It's I have a we have a huge following. Uh, in the in the Caribbean, in the Virgin Islands, and in Australia, and Barbados, Canada, the UK, you know, even in Africa, from some of the mail I get. So what I what I want to ask you is this: What almost put your fire out? Tell me the circumstances, if you would be so transparent, as to what happened that made you go, you know what? I'm never going to trust again. I'm baked. This is a wrap for me. I'm done. What happened? Were you cheated on? Did somebody, uh, you went to sleep and woke up, your watch was missing? I mean, tell me what happened to you, man. Well, I'm going to tell you like this. I, I come from a long history of being used and taken advantage of because I, I've always been that that nice gentleman guy who is, you know, willing to, you know, really just, just be the guy in a relationship, you know, because I, I wanted to be, I wanted to be married since I was six years old. And by me wanting to be married since I was six years old and, and, and kind of just growing, and, and, and I, as I started to kind of age, you know, I started to always always take that and carry that with me. That, that really got me into being in a lot of relationships because I've always wanted that. I've always wanted that for myself. And with this, with this uh, relationship that I was in in 2011, you know, it was just the fact that it seemed right and 
everything was going well until one day she she comes and, and and tells me over 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 text that you know I don't want you anymore. You know um, I want to. I'm still in love with my ex, and that right there really kind of got me because you know she had mentioned that that she had been you know spending a little time with him, and I never would have known that you know that that was happening and. That right there was was a, a very challenging time for me, and and it wasn't just overall. It wasn't just that relationship. Every relationship that I was in before, it started to kind of pile up, and I felt like I had a monkey on my back because I had so much just to think about. I started thinking like, oh my goodness, I'm like, I continue to keep putting myself out there, relationship after relationship. I'm I'm that nice guy. I'm, I'm not a Mr. Hardcore. You know, I'm just a gentleman guy. I keep putting myself on it. I keep putting myself on it. How much longer, how many times is this going to continue to happen while I keep coming up short? Because I look at like a like a championship, you know. Put yourself out there. You put yourself in the right position, and you keep coming up short. And I started questioning myself. Do I need to stop dating? Is this not for me? I mean, what 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 is what is this, what is the whole, why does this keep happening? You're questioning. I'm questioning myself. I'm questioning, you know, what what's going on, and I, and I just couldn't really just figure it out. You know, I was I was stuck. I didn't know where to go to. You know, I, I felt like I was hit so hard, like a boxer in a ring that was hit so hard. And I didn't, I didn't want to get up, but I had to get up, and I didn't know what my next step was. For the first time in my life, I was stuck, and I didn't know what was next. Well, I want, I want to say this, and we're going to take a break and come right back. We've uh, I want you to stay with us. Uh, for the second segment of this show, because I definitely want to continue some dialogue. Uh, I want to say this to the listening audience. Pay attention to what you just heard, because beyond the words, did you hear the tone in his voice? And what I mean by that, ladies, is that it cut him to the core. Or, gentlemen, I want you to hear, bro, you are not alone. I have been that dude, I swear. I um, I thought I had a sign on my back at one stage that said, you know what, uh, you know, crazy ninja, come follow me type thing. And I had to learn my lesson that right before uh, God gets ready to bless you, that's when he allows the situation, the circumstances, and even the enemy to test you. So if, with that said, if right now, you are in the midst of a storm. I want you to know this, that uh, not only is joy going to come in the morning, but you may even get a bit to smile about it if you just put your mind in the right place tonight. Anyway, you're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. If you guys want to call in today, we're going to try to get your calls at 646-478-5610, 646-478-5610. Make sure you press 1 to be in the queue. In the queue. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back with Blaine the Comic. This brother is a hit. Uh, you've seen him on BET's hit comedy competition coming to the stage, and, I mean, the dude is not only funny, but he has something to say. We'll be right back in about 50 seconds. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young.
is definitely Wednesday and hump day. I was sitting in the movies the other night, and they have a new commercial with that camel walking through the movies. Now, what day is it? What day is it? In, anyway, if you know what I'm talking about, you might want. If you don't, you might want to get out of the house and go check out a movie. It's a nice thing to do. But speaking of getting out of the house. Jack in the Box is definitely out of his house, and we have Blaine the Comic joining on us today on our program. What's up, man? How you doing? What's going on, brother? Sitting here, I'm posting on Facebook so we can get some more listeners in, man. I'm trying to put the number and the, and the, and the uh, queue number on so we can get some more listeners in here because I want them to hear what I have to say. Well, we want them to hear what you have to say. Speak, while we're on, what you have to say. You just got through hearing uh, Sean, uh, Shawan Watson talk about being hurt and how brothers end up having some, uh, having some days that bring wrinkles to the forehead. Have you ever experienced a woman jacking up your mind? They do it all the time, man. That's what they do. They do it all the time. Let, let me explain something to y'all. Uh, do you agree that a woman likes a a confident man. Do you agree with that, Doctor yeah. Young? I definitely agree with that. Too. But some of them actually don't, though. But I can't. I want to hear what you got to say about this. But for my answer, yes, I agree. Well, women women do jack up our mind. Let, let me say this: when we get in a relationship with women, first of all, let me say this: if if you're not equally yoked in a relationship, the relationship is not going to work. You can't put an ox and an ass together. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Because the ox is going to do all the work, and the ass is going to, you know, he's going to do whatever he wants to do. So basically what that means, you have to have two people on the same page, on the same accord, uh, going for the same things. You know what I mean? Or at least understanding uh, of the journeys that each one is trying to travel and, and deal with them. But women women do give you a lot of stress because just, just as my viewpoint, Let's just take some of the relationships, and, and, and they're not all too different. So, And what I'm meaning by this is is that I'm listening. No, I'm listening. Keep going. What you're meaning oh, by this is? What I mean by this is, let me ask you this. From your personal experience, how many times have you gotten into a relationship with a woman and you know, she comes home and she and, and women can be real insecure. And this is what, because now if you want a man to be confident, ladies, we need you to be confident as well. How many times have you been in a relationship with a woman, uh, Dr. Young, and she's saying, babe, uh, do you like my makeup? Uh, babe, do I look fat? Uh, babe, do I look uh, like this? Do I look X, Y, Z? And then she wants a confident man. Not Not only then, on top of that, we have to hear... You know, when she's unhappy about something, it's, it's nag, 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 this, that, and the third. And then how do you expect the relationship to be positive or fruitful when we're dealing with all your insecurities or you started pointing out all your insecurities to a man? Because not once have a woman ever been with a man and he's asked her, uh, babe, do I look fat? You think I need to lose this belly? Do you think I need, you know, X, Y, Z? It don't work like that. So what I'm saying to you is, if you if you're steady pointing out your flaws to a man, and then on top of that, you know, you guys are not getting along. I just feel like the relationship is headed for self destruction. You got to give us something. A man, 
a, a, a man loves a confident woman just as much as a woman loves a confident man. I think it. I, I agree with that. I think even beyond that, one thing that you mentioned is when you point out your own flaws, it's okay to acknowledge your flaws, but it's not okay to highlight them. And what I mean by that is as we uh, walk to people and we uh, put ourselves out there toward people, most of the things that we think they're paying attention to, they're not. And a lot of the things that they should notice, they don't because you've gone and diverted their attention to something that's not even significant nor relevant. You know, it's like the brother that goes and you're trying to flash what all you've got when what she's looking at is what do you have that she needs. You know, so that can backfire. When you, comedy always imitates life. And we hear comedians constantly make satirical references to relationships. Like one one dude, I cannot think of his brother's name, but he was talking about he was uh, going to date this older woman, and so they got intimate, and he was making this joke where while they were being intimate, she kept looking at him to now hold on, young man, young man. You know, and it, when I just had to visualize that, that had me laughing my butt off. Tell me some of the things that you have drawn out of just real life situations and made part of of your comedy routine. Give us an example. Well, I will say this: I was out last night, man, at uh, Club Two Eighty Eight, and I did have a good friend. He said something real funny last night. <laughs> it was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. He told it was an older woman in the crowd, and he was talking a little sex talk to her. You know, telling her how he'll give her some and all this stuff. He was like, hey, baby, I'll give you some, baby. You ain't too old for me. I'll give you some and take you to dialysis in the morning. That's the type of brother I am. <laughs> 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 ah, man, man, that killed me, man. That killed me. But, yeah, man, the, the dating game has definitely changed, you know. Uh, young, older women are into younger men, you know. And, and you know, I got a I gotta joke about, you know, how I'm into all the older women up there, out there, you know, I like I like to meet a woman with a uh, a, a little vaccination booster shot on her arm because I know she's seasoned and she's healthy. You know what I mean? That's a whole other different type of woman right there instead of some of these young ch- young chickadees running around here. But uh, you know, because that woman now she just all she want to do is go to uh, go to bingo in the casino and have a good time. You know, she might be them passed up on her husband and and living off some insurance money. Hey, I want to ask this question, speaking of that, and this is a question I'm going to uh, throw, and I'm going to first ask uh, Shawan to answer it, then I'm going to ask you to answer it, Blame. Shawan, do you think that there is a stratification in terms of what men have to offer and, uh, by age, or do you think that comes by experience? I think a little bit of both. And the reason the reason why I say that, you know, for, I mean, I look I look at myself, you know, I'm a, I'm I matured a little bit early, um, because when I was young, I I was around a lot of mentors. I was around a lot of guys that was older than me that they really spoke, you know, positive things in my direction. So by them speaking positive things in my direction, you know, I I never um, I never really I never was really the type of guy even to date to date. You know, um, so I'm, I'm matured early. So I, I think it really just depends. Sometimes it could be, sometimes it could be age. I, I think that, you know, I would probably say that before 30, you know, possibly a guy looking, looking at, looking at marriage. I know, I know, I'm close. To, I'm close to 30. I'm, I'm 27, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, looking, looking at, um, at marriage, and, and we'll be getting married soon. So I, I say that, 
you know, it could be age or experience. It just it just really depends. For me, for me, it was it was experience. Mm-hmm. Blaine, what do you think about it? Do you think that it's a matter of socioeconomic status, or do you think that maturity comes in as it relates to brothers coming to a place where they really want to settle down and be in a committed relationship versus being a bachelor? I, you know, I think that's really a tricky question, and, and I'm, and I'm going to tell you why. Because you got a lot of young brothers out here that's, you know, 21, 22, you know what I mean, got some good jobs, and, you know, depending on how they was raised, you know, because, uh, you know, women are raised with, you know, I want to be married one day, da 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 and then young brothers, everybody wants to be their own man, they want to be their own boss. So it's a tricky question because when it comes to settling down, I think it's more so leaning towards the, the side of experience for the simple fact that that you know when a man gets his meal ticket or comes into his paper that's almost like a letterman jacket for him you know what i mean that's when he really ready to have a good time you know he wants the world to know it's not that it's not really that way it's that way for a woman she gets her she gets her uh self financially straight and she's ready to settle down but i know from my experience the average man that uh you know comes into his own and gets his experience that that's his letterman jacket and he's ready to you know Hey, show the world or, or have a little fun because this is what he worked hard for. And he and and look at the celebrities of today. You know, they they have they 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 financial status and and it just looks like they have a good time. So that's kind of what society puts. I think puts that jacket on the man's back to where he's like, hey, when I come into this money, I'm ready to, you know, unless the unless the the age he's to the point to the age to where he he's really tired. And he's he's parted hard, and he's like, man, you know, I need to settle down and do this family thing before I miss out on the important things in life. You know, I'm going to say this: when I look at that situation, there's a um, a phrase that I use when I lecture, and one of them is that if you ever really want to judge the measure of a woman, can she love a man when he has nothing? And if you want to ever measure the measure of a man, can he love one woman when he has everything? With that being said, uh, I'm going to uh, ask you this one. Uh, first, I'm going to ask you, Blame. Then I'm going to go right back to Shawan with the same question. Do you feel that sometimes we objectify women once we do get it together? Because I know now, being honest, I have finally been very fortunate to where uh, I'm making a five-figure income a month, but I'm also paranoid as hell about who I would date and why I would date someone because I'm looking at you going, can you bring value beyond what you have, you know, physically and sexually? Can you bring some other value to my life and help me? Because on those months when I don't hit that five figures, where are you going to be? And if I, if I get lucky one month and hit a six-figure number, will you – help me to be wise and not go out and do some stupid mess to jack off my blessings. So, you know, where, where do you think uh, that fits in terms of a man being ready to uh, even make himself vulnerable to a relationship? What's your opinion on that, Blank? Okay, I kind of I blanked out on that. What, you, you asked me to, what was the question one more time? And, and a, in a nutshell, when a brother gets successful, typically – we put some walls up. We don't let them down. 
So do you think that as men climb the ladder of success, we are more prone to avoid a relationship or embrace one? Oh, okay, okay. I think I think this is what it is. Let me let me just say this. It, it, you know, looking at it from your experience, I think that you know, as we get money as men, I really believe that you have to be a, you have to be careful of the way you get the woman. So if you get the woman with the money, you're going to have to keep her with the money. You understand what I'm saying? If you mm-hmm. get her, because, see, my, my motto my motto is, because I'm pretty sure you're, you're probably a little older than I am, when two people come together at, you know, in their 40s or their 50s, I really believe that you should get with someone who's established because really that makes the relationship all about, hey, let's come together, let's have a good time, and let's just have fun, you know, and date each other. Not I have to pack you or you have to pack me. It really should be because when when you have two people that's established like that, it really mm-hmm. it, nobody needs each other. There's no stress of fina- finances. You see what I'm saying? We we're here together really to just enjoy each other's time, and it should be all about you know being nice and being caring about one another. But when you get with somebody that that one of the parties doesn't have it together, because you know it's not it's it's oh she have to have her stuff at least three fourths of the way done because it's not any fun to pack anybody. This is this is a. Uh, you know, thirteen. It takes two people to make it, man. This uh, this little house on the prairie mentality, uh, this uh, real husband, real housewives of Atlanta or, or Los Angeles, or I'm gonna be a kept woman, man. That's only realistic for the select few. You know what I mean? And I think, I think, I think that you know these TV shows and stuff like that really kind of make it hard on us brothers or not even that, just just society in general, because I think marriage is really almost like a fad now. It's almost like a fad to where, you know, yeah, a woman may love you, but that's the ultimately that's the ultimate thing for a woman to say that she's worthy or gives her value to say that she's kept, you know, by a man. Okay, yeah. hang on. Shawan, what do you think about that statement? Chime in on that, man. Well, uh, what, what, I, what I think is that I, I always look at the word unconditional love. And for me, I, I, I want to I get with a woman before I, before I make it, before I even get into that five- or six-figure range. And, and the reason why I want to do that is because I've always felt that well, I, I want us. I want us to be able to grow together. I mean, I, I, I look at my. I look at my my situation right now. You know, 27, and you know, I'm I'm not I'm not where I want to be. But you know, I I am with a woman who who is willing to to grow. Who is willing to grow with me. And so that way, that way, when I do become that, you know, getting that six foot range, we we pretty much have helped each other. We we built that together. And that, that's that's always been my my vision of actually doing is is being there. Before the person hits it big, that way it's more of a it's more of something that you guys built together. Do you think that by chance, um, and just either one of you guys can chime on this? I really think that there's that America is kind of confused right now because, to be very frank, in many instances, women make more than the man on average. Do you think women? Are more concerned now about marrying down than up. 
Well, I think you are correct. It's a lot of more women in college, you know what I mean, and having successful careers than, uh, you know, than, than there are guys, you know what I mean? And I guess that's give or take, you know, whatever city or whatever state you you stay in. But there are more women. Uh, I think, I think uh, you know, when it comes to comes to marriage on that particular topic, I don't think uh, you have some women who's about you know mar- marrying finances. But when it comes to the relationship, I think women are more looking more so looking for a man that can love them the proper way that they need to be loved. You know what I mean? When you ask a woman or a man, you know what they're looking for. The first thing they're looking for out of a relationship. I think a woman would say love and a man would say respect. You know what I mean? And that's, I just think that's the way we're hardwired and the way we built. So it just depends on how how that person is, how, how that man can love her. I think she Juan, do you think that's the case? Do you really think that now women, and what I'm going to, let's, let's do this because I want to keep this in, in continuity with the Charlotte theme, uh, this uh, show's theme. Do you think that men, even really want to get married unless we just see the obvious signs, and that's probably why a lot of men do want that little ratchet chick on the side is because they already know, you know what, I'm not trying to marry this broad. I'm just having fun. You know, it, it is what it is. So because it's not threatening, that's why it gives the appearance that men are more apt to get with a, a woman that has less substance than a woman that does. Well, um, again, you know, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, as far as you know how how the game how, the, how the, the dating game is now. I mean, now you're going to have a little bit more of that you're going to have, you know, people who don't. A lot of people right now they don't want they don't want commitments. You know, commitments is, is a responsibility, and a lot of people a lot of people don't want that. A lot of people want to shy away from that. Um, you know, but you know, I, I look at a lot of people, you know, that are doing that. And but for me, I'm 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 still kind of old fashioned. I still that. I still, you know, want to. I want to be committed. You know, with the person I'm with, I want to be committed. I I want to. I want to date for. I want to date for a uh, a purpose. And the purpose of dating for for me will be marriage. I was actually talking about this earlier. That you know, I see a lot of people who are overstaying in a relationship that's that's not that's not lead to marriage. And I feel as a man, it will be disrespectful for me as a man to to date a woman, and to date a woman that I have no intentions on marrying. Well, man, that's a mouthful. Now, I've got to turn and flip that. Blame, do you think you would – because I'm going to be honest with you, just being totally transparent. I could date a woman that I don't plan on marrying because it's like, hell, I don't plan on spending the rest of my life with her, but it doesn't mean I can't go out and enjoy a movie with her or have dinner with her or what have you. But I'm wondering, do you feel that uh, the situation is different for men um, that, you know, that all men, or let me put it this way, do you feel that most men are more focused on Miss Right or Miss Right Now? What's your opinion, Blaine? Uh, Miss Miss Right Now? I don't know. Man, let me <laughs> raise up in this HISD public school. <laughs> Listen. Most men are focused on Miss Right Now, you know what I mean? And and I heard you mention side chick or side woman or whatever. And I think the reason why a lot of men do that is because, like I talked about earlier, that side chick don't put 
all her insecurities on that man. That relationship is fun. That's why he does that. You know what I mean? And it don't matter whether she's uh, beautiful or, you know, as long as she's halfway decent. You know what I mean? I think that's the reason why men deal with Miss right now because we don't want those burdens. You don't know how much how much that takes a toll on a man for you to be at home with your man. First of all, let's say y'all not getting along. You're nagging him, and then you got insecurities about your body, and you're making him wear that jacket, and he's taking care of, taking care of the household. Yeah, he's going to go with Miss, Miss right now. Miss right now is someone that, you know what I mean, when we come together, like I mentioned earlier, all we do is we just have fun. It's, it's no stress. At the end of the day, you go your way, I go my way, and we chit-chat through the week or whatever it is. Miss Miss right now is somebody that, that just, it's a blissful feeling. It's like you know, this is what it's. This is what my at home relationship should be like: carefree and fun. I should be happy to see you when I come home and see you. And you know, I'm hoping I'm reaching some people out there that that can kind of, you know, if I may, I may sound like an asshole on the end of this line. I know I may, but if if I am a man and I do have a male perspective. So what I'm saying is, is it should be taken taken into consideration if there's someone out there going through these these uh, trials and tribulations in their relationship. I, I, I I'm gonna say I agree with both of you. I think at the end of the day, um, everybody wants someone that they can take serious. But you know, being I've been a relationship expert and one of the top guys in it, in this country. And what I see around America and what I see around the Virgin Islands in the U.K. is people have come to a place in their lives where they're willing to say, you know what, I am not going to keep sitting around waiting on Mr. Right, Miss Right, Prince Charming, Barbie King. I'm, you know, I'm going to enjoy right now. But I think it, uh, also being truthful, most people are holding out for something real and tangible to come into their lives. I want to do one more question, and then I'd like for you guys to uh, give people how they can reach you. Here's my next question. Do you, you believe that? Okay, Julia, go ahead and put that call up here. Go ahead. Okay. You've had Shauna J. waiting. Um, Shauna, are you still on? I am. Thank you uh, so much. Hi, uh, Shauna. Hi, Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, hi, gentlemen. It's an honor to to uh, listen to both of you. I'm really learning a lot um, from from a large family. I have three brothers, seven uncles, and uh, a lot of what uh, you men are, are saying kind of hits right at home um, from a woman's perspective in terms of the financial and economic uh, status. Uh, sometimes I've been on both sides. I've been the one that made more and been the provider. So, you know, the 21st century, um, you know, aspect of, of being a woman and, and making more uh, is, is a burden sometimes if he has fallen on hard times. And uh, Dr. Young had a, uh, a guest on, uh, the bishop, I forget his last name. It, it, is, it is a difference uh, between both men and women based on if you've fallen on hard times financially or if you're just, you know, not that type of person who has gotten it together. Uh, women don't have a problem with making more. She just wants to feel compatible in the relationship. She always wants to feel that she's adored and, you know, and loved and appreciated. And regardless, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit different. I'm a little old school. 
and you know my grandparents have a whole lot to do with um, how I see things and you really have to look at the roots of a woman's family to determine what you are really dealing with it's not the world that makes her it's really her household and, and what values so to truly know who you are dealing with I think it's important to know uh, where she's from whether you are looking at her in terms of long-term material or not it's important to get to know uh, what she values and how well what she values is how well she'll value and appreciate you as well well we appreciate that comment thank you Shauna okay you have one more caller Dr. Young Laquana's waiting oh, oh. We'll go ahead and take this call. Call her. Welcome to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. You're on. Hi. How are you? We're great. What's your question or your comment? Um, I have a comment. I have been on both sides, like the young lady said. Um, I was married once, and my husband was, we both were providers or whatever. But like Wayne was saying, that they always want the side chick. But I don't understand why um, you have that and then you still have time at home where you play or whatever. So, I mean, what's the difference with going out or just being happy at home? I'm going to ask first, Blaine, you answer that, and then, Shawan, you give that one an answer. Well, <clears throat> like I said earlier, I think, I think, first of all, a lot of – I'm going to just say this right here. And this is just my point of view. Uh, it's not the Bible, but I think when uh, infidelity starts, it's because when someone's in a relationship and they steady uh, mention their feelings, when they mention their feelings about whatever the issue is, and it's ignored or taken for granted, infidelity starts. Uh, and like I said, Women, I just really feel like women really a lot of times lay their insecurities on a man, especially if the man is taking care of the household. So say the man is the provider, and and he's taking care of the house. Now, not only is he taking care of the house, because I feel like a man, a man really feels like he's really doing his part. If he's taking care of the house, the kids are taking care of, the woman, uh, the woman is taking care of, she don't want for nothing. But at the end of the day, that's still not enough. Now, not only does he have to deal with, like I said, your insecurities about your weight, your makeup, how I look, this, that, and the third, he has to deal with your nagging. And, 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 and that's a burden on his back. He already has enough. When a man comes home, his home, his, his house is supposed to be his, his rest haven. You know what I mean? It's supposed to be his, his sanctuary. But that's where it comes out, well, you know what, I need, I need a break from this. And when when it's if his kids involved, he's he's really you know he's stuck. He's not gonna leave his family, but he does need an escape. Everybody escapes somehow, whether it's alcohol, drugs, this, that, and the third. But I really think that women really need to consider the insecurities that they put on a man because, like I said earlier, you never hear a man say, "Baby, how I look up in this or do this make me look this way" on an insecure level. All he wanna do is when he go out, he just looks. Uh, you know, presentable and decent. And, let me ask and, a question, Blaine. But yeah. what if that well, man let me, is giving that woman these insecurities about herself? 
Okay, what a, wait, let me get, I want uh, Shawan to answer that. Shawan, first question is, do you think men contribute to the insecurities that women have? And if so, uh, how does that end up becoming a side piece? Well, um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really think that, you know, really uh, men, you know, contribute. I mean, well, it, it, it depends, it depends on, on, on what kind of relationship it is. I mean, if it's, if it's a toxic type of relationship, then, then you know, that, that could, you know, be um, a reason why, you know, she may feel a little, a little insecure. But, you know, other than that, you know, I, I just think it may just be, you know, uh, I mean, I think it just really depends. It, it, it could be if, if it's if it's just that that uh, that toxic relationship. But I I really wanted to um, answer that 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 question that that you were that you were just asking along with that is that I I feel that you know a lot of people uh, will will cheat no matter no matter how good, no matter how good the other person is and it and it's and it's just. It's just some people just have to have it in them like that, you know. What it could be perfect, perfect wife, perfect, you know, lifestyle, and you know, it's just some people get kind of bored and they just like, you know, I have to, I have to always have something new and different. And so, <clears throat> so sometimes, sometimes that that could that could occur um, in these situations. And I just, I really wanted to to really to really say that because that's what I was really thinking when. You know, you were talking about you know that topic as far as men and having a having a side woman. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let me add this. I want to add in a quick side note, real quick. I've also noticed too, you know, just through observation through my own eyes, the more education and more uh, uh, money that a a woman makes usually runs with a a little bit of testosterone in a woman. Because I've seen I've seen a lot of women out there that uh, who makes uh, good money, and the worst thing that you can do to a man is make him feel like he's not needed because you can take care of yourself. And I I have, I have some people in my family. Uh, I know some people that you know because they make make the money or they the breadwinner. They they're older women who are single because they don't know how to cater to a man. Yeah, that, that I think that's very true. One thing, I know this conversation could uh, could go on. I want to first give uh, the audience a chance to reach out to you guys. So starting with uh, Shawan, tell people how, number one, they can get your book, man, because that is really uh, 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 some material that I think people need to read. And, again, it's called Kissing Your Headache Goodbye. So, Shawan, how can they reach you? How can they buy your book? Well, um, uh, it's actually kissing your heart at goodbye, and you you can actually uh, purchase that book on Amazon. It's it's on uh, it's it's on paperback as well as uh, ebook. You can type in uh, my name. Um, it's it's uh, Shawan Watson. That's S H A W O N, and my last name Watson W A T S O N. Or you can just type in the book uh, "Kissing Your Heart at Goodbye" on, on Amazon and also uh, BarnesNobles dot uh, com. Um, you can you can you can find me on Facebook. Um, just type in uh, Shawn Watson again. That's S H A W O N, and my last name Watson W A T S O N. I'm also on Twitter at Watson Shawn on Twitter, and I'm also on, on LinkedIn. So definitely uh, connect with me out there. Um, I love I love connecting with people and, and answering questions, and and um, you know you, you'll see so much inspiration on, on my page about relationships, about 
pursuing dreams and so many inspirational uh, uh, posts that I that um, God has allowed me to come up with. Well, it was a pleasure having you on the show today. Thanks for joining us, Shawan. Blame the comic, dude. Where can people get up with you? Where are you touring next? Is there going to be some more stuff on BT? You're doing some club dates at the Improvs. Tell us where we can find you, bro. Well, actually, y'all just missed everything I had going on. But no, <laughs> I was just at the Improv last Wednesday uh, with the All Stars of Comedy. Uh, I'm currently uh, touring with uh, nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, we travel around from state to state, city to city, uh, doing shows. Uh, things may have slowed up just here a little bit since it's winding down to the end of the year. But uh, you can definitely reach me on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, it's Blame the Comic, just like the name. Uh, it's B-L-A-M-E-T-H-E-C-O-M-I-C. If you're going to uh, find me on Facebook, you have to space those words out, Blame the Comic. Uh, if you're going to find me on Instagram, uh, it's all one word, blame the comic, B-L-A-M-E-T-H-E-C-O-M-I-C. Or also you can uh, contact me through my website if you want to book me for uh, uh, birthday parties or wedding receptions. If some of you ladies out there have made it over the hump <laughs> and are getting married, uh, uh, family reunions, uh, fundraisers, all that good stuff at www.blamethecomic.com. And it's again, B-L-A-M-E-T-H-E-C-O-M-I-C.com. Hey, man, it's a pleasure. You tell my frat brother, nephew, Tommy, I said what's good with it, and I appreciate you being on the program today. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to, uh, before we get out of here, just do a couple of housekeeping details. One, you do not want to miss Sunday's show at 7.30. we got a surprise guest. It's going to be off the chart. Yes, it's always going to be somebody famous, you can imagine. Um, but today's essence of two things. Number one, you can lead a horse to water and you can't make him drink. So no matter how much you want to um, get a man to commit to you, until he's ready to commit, you know, don't force it. As a matter of fact, you may be trying to force something that at the end of the day, when you get what you want, you may not even want it. So just something to think about. The other thing is that there are lots of good men out there. You heard just a moment ago uh, both these gentlemen quickly admit that they've been hurt, that they've looked for women, that they've gone and put some stuff out there and didn't get back. So, ladies, it is not just you. You are not the only ones that are coming up short in, in your season. But I want to give you some reassurance that uh, people, God, and yes, I did say God will send people in your life and allow them to hurt you. Yes, I said that God will allow people to hurt you. And, and it's really cool. It's not cool while you're going through it. But how in the heck could you appreciate a good mate if you haven't had a bad one? That's number one. Number two is there is some chink in your armor, meaning that there's a little doodle in your game. There is something about you that uh, our creator, that the universe, that the Holy Spirit is not going to let you infect and contaminate the person that they have for you until you get that mess fixed. Because if you bring that crap into a relationship, ladies or gentlemen, you will blow what was meant to be your blessing will quickly turn into your curse. Pin that one, and you can draw interest on it. Lastly, uh, before we get ready, Julia, we're about, I guess, a minute and a half, so you can get that music ready to cue. But the other thing I want to tell you is this. Quit trying to make everybody your boo. People come into your life for a season, for a reason, and for a lesson. Accept that it may be a combination of those things or just one. 
But whatever the case is, when the lesson is over, when the season is up, and, you know, when the reason has been discovered, let it go. As long as you hold on to the wrong person, you are making four people miserable, you, the person you're with, as well as the two people that God originally had intended both of you to meet. With that said, you've been listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Von Young. Hit us up on Facebook. Make sure you go to my website and register. You may end up getting some free stuff like books or some coaching sessions or God knows what, but we have a lot planned for you uh, going out toward the end of the year. I will be on a closer look on KDSU Radio in Houston, Texas this Saturday. This Saturday night I will be joining my dear, dear friend, the lovely Rashonda Tate Billingsley, uh, for another event. So if you just follow me on Facebook or uh, go to the website and sign up, you will find out where I am, and if I, if you can find out where I am, I get to know who you are. With that said, it's been an awesome Wednesday. God bless you. I love you. Talk to you on Sunday night. Have an awesome week. Bye now. <laughs>